Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> Serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Workers, gamblers, eaters, Marlows, grazers. Come on out and graze. we got a lot of food here. Hoff, have some vegetables. You actually did eat some fruit. I, I had some grapes. I love grapes. You did eat some grapes. I saw that. We've got a huge spread here. It's Fentonians. Fentonians. Come on by. It is the Schnucks in uh, Fenton. Gravoy Plaza is the location right at 141 and Gravoy, one of these Schnucks 19. They have uh, stepped in. Taking over what was a shop and save back in the day. It's now a schnooks. It'll be kind of getting the schnooks vacation, maybe. Schnooksification, yeah. Yes. It'll be happening after the new year as they sort of transform it into a full blown schnooks. It's here at Graboy Bluffs and it's the holiday season. Great time to stock up. And the schnooks wings aren't talked about enough because they've got a little bit of spice, a little bit of sweetness, a little, little bit honey of glaze. A little honey yeah. glaze. Wow. A little crispiness. If Frank were here, we would take a break already. You know what he did on the way out, Frank? Because we have a huge assemblage of food. He kind of scanned the table, looked for a second, and I think the flashback was box for Dom. I noticed there wasn't one. He always packed a box for Dom. He thought about it. I was reading his mind, and then he kind of thought, no, no, I, I don't have a son at home. I should probably just leave it alone. I actually saw him. He sized up this beautiful tray of meats and cheeses, and he was trying to do the math in his head. Can I fit this entire tray in my briefcase? And then he, he realized he couldn't. That was the math. All right, coveted hour, midday grind, 5-9 of the fan, Jim Hewer, Brian Hoffman, Martin Kilcoin, Charlie Marlowe, with you on a Thursday, sort of a damp, drizzly Thursday. Good today to just shut it down, Chuck. Not, not get anything... <laughs> As opposed to a you're sunny, right, you're calling it off at twelve oh six. I got to go to work, but <laughs> as opposed to a sunny sixty degree day where you say, "Hey, it's so nice out," you should take the rest of the day off. And now it's kind of cold and drizzly. Like, you should take the rest of the day off. This is the Chuck influence on you. It is. Chuck is finally. I've turned him into a mean, bitter person. That's not true. And oh, you already were a mean, bitter person. No, I'm still very positive, optimistic. But it's funny how I will throw something out there a couple weeks back, and you guys make fun of me. And then you realize I'm actually 100% correct in the holidayification of Thanksgiving to New Year, the whole <laughs> I, I six still weeks. I don't think you're right. It's there. just no, it is because you look around 
You got the meats and cheeses. <laughs> that's here. No, you're no. Talking, we're talking you got about chicken the, wings. No. You got cheese. That's, that's us. That's fruit. That's us. We're that's at, fall. There are butter people cake. On, people on ladders and still trying to doing work Beer that samples. are working hard that aren't buying into what we're selling. I'll Incorrect. give you next week. I'll give you starting no. Monday, people start mailing it in for the holidays. You I walk in week prior, you're a little. No, you walk into Schnucks, you see the beautiful, and I just I can't remember the name of the Christmas flowers that are so beautiful. Poinsettias. poinsettias. The beautiful poinsettias. Some call it poinsettia. poinsettia. You have the poinsettia bowl, I believe. You San have, Diego. You have soup. You have pre-made sandwiches. You have the deli right here. It's a great time of year, though. We had a great uh, holiday Christmas party last night with the sponsors of 590 The Fan. Thanks for coming out. It's a great time of year. Have some fun with the family. Go caroling. Get your tree. <laughs> Put some tinsel on the tree. Go caroling. Put some tinsel on the tree. There you have it. Uh, Blues are off today. Well, they're practicing, but they'll play a game tomorrow night. Bragging rights. We'll start amping up that talk next week. Despite both teams being a little bit down, I am told that it's a tough ticket, that the ticket sales have been brisk for that game. That's next Saturday. Then we'll get into the bowl game. But today we're also going to delve into Kelly Bryant. A lot of buzz about him coming to Mizzou. He's going to enroll at the school in January. Clemson quarterback is at 16-2, and two, career record as a starter there. We want to know a little more about his game, and we're going to find out. How about this? The co-host of Solid Orange. He's also a writer at the Times and Democrat. Zach Lentz from Columbia, South Carolina. Charlie, a full Kelly Bryant breakdown coming your way. And I think Zach Collins from Schnooks is coming. It's a big Zach Schnooks. back half of the show. We don't have Zach Ernst. We, Ertz, Ertz, Ertz. Great tight end. We don't have Zach Choate. Zach Should. Taylor? Wasn't he a former football player? No, president. Zach president. Thomas. Zach Thomas was a football player. Zach Taylor Zach was Thomas, president. Who was we don't have either. I think Zach Thomas married Jason Taylor's sister. That sounds right. Something like ah. that. And the this is, this is like Craig Mish territory. We should have him stop by. He's probably shopping here. Or hold on. <laughs> I think I think Jason Taylor might have married Zach Thomas's okay. sister. It's something like that. We'll, we'll clarify all of our potential miscues. Because Jason Taylor, his sister, is the very good and very attractive co-host of the FS1 show, and now she works with the Colin Cowherd show, but she was working with their version of First Take, the Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp show. Is the Cowherd Whitlock show gone they had their version of... Speak for yourself. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. God, they have so many of those. And everybody says, oh, it's kind of like the first take thing. Well, what's the name of it? Well, it's the one with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Well, then they got the other one with Colin Cowherd. Simply stated? No, that's Hadley's show. What's <laughs> Speak for yourself is gone. <laughs> what's the Skip Bayless show that exists now? <sighs> Say something stupid. Indisputed, undisputed. Yelling undisputed. at the television. Oh, undis- undisputed. Scream. Pardon the interruption. I don't know. They're yeah, all, well, all run together. <laughs> I don't know. Around the, the horn. What's it called? Pardon the disputed. Mad dog. The guy hosting around the horn, who used to be the correction stat boy, pardon the interruption, Tony Rialli, is now on ABC a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or good ex- morning, America. Maybe doing yeah. some other stuff. So good for him. Charlie normally uh, <laughs> critique everyone. I'm saying good for him. Not and, afraid to say good for him. And Joy Taylor is Jason Taylor's sister, who I believe is also engaged to a former NBA player. I will find out more about that. People might think we make this up as we go along, but we actually pre-planned this for the start of the show, Correct. getting into a Jason Taylor speak-for-yourself discussion. Now, if this were the old Mike and Mike, they would stop saying, 
All right, we have a graphic put on the screen of famous married couples where they played on the same team and then they married the other person and they'd have the fully produced so that you knew it wasn't something they stumbled into. Was it James Laurinaitis who married Brady Quinn's sister or was it the other way around? A.J. Hawk. A.J. Hawk. There's nothing to do with Laurinaitis. Okay, well, that's Ohio State. Here we go. I think Close. Brady Quinn's sister married A.J. Hawk. Does okay. this help? Joy Taylor, who is Jason Taylor's right, sister. I don't even care that much. <laughs> now, hold on. <laughs> All right, finish no, your stupid no. take. You brought it That'd up, That'd be the right? name of the show. I'm finish sorry. your stupid finish take. Finish your stupid take. I like sorry it. you're hurting for content here. No, we're not. But Joy Taylor is well, engaged to show? former yeah, NBA player stupid. Earl Watson. Ah, oh, UCLA. Yes. Point Earl guard, Watson. maybe. All right, we'll so take there you your go. calls. We'll take your uh, thoughts. We'll take your calls. Chris Pelican, friend of the show, who I think has followed up on Charlie's advice and uh, shut it down for this month, common contributor via the tech. He disagrees because I said, what value does Jose Martinez really have? I said, why trade him if you're going to get very little in return? And he said, I totally disagree. The guy's got value, especially to an American League team where you have him under control. You get a bat like that. I just don't think teams are going to be offering you much in return. I guess I could be wrong. But if not, why haven't they traded him? Because they're saying they're looking to trade him. I think if you can get a legitimate lefty reliever that you really like with, let's say, at least two years of control, I think you make that deal. Otherwise, there's probably more value to your team and organization just to have Jose Martinez as a bench bat and a guy who can play right field and first every once in a while. And don't you want him around? I mean, we talked about McCutcheon getting $50 million, And even our guy, the shredder from Philly, pointed out, well, he's a great guy to have. He's great in the room. $50 million. Jose Martinez is a great guy to have around. Doesn't have the leadership position a McCutcheon would have, having been an MVP, but it's still a guy I think you want in the room. I, I wouldn't trade him for the sake of trading him. That's my point. I feel like in the past they have done that for a Matt Adams or whomever said, oh, we'd really be happy for you. You want to go hit home runs for somebody else? Go do that. I'm not saying it changes the whole dynamic. Who did they get for Matt Adams? Uh, Juan Yepes, Yepes. Right? Yeah, And then he did hit home runs for Atlanta, and then he came back and he stopped hitting home runs. Correct. Now, here's the deal, though. I don't want to get into a a Tony La Russa and Chris Mad Dog oh, Russo oh, can we argument. Play the, can we play the longer version? Because it's very entertaining. And I think they cleaned up what they put online. They did. It was really – last night we were trying like heck to show that clip, and we couldn't find it anywhere where it has him saying BS – because I think they claim, but the whole exchange is entertaining, especially the way Russo goes back at him. I did see MLB Network put out five minutes of the clip, but they did not put the portion where he said, "You're weak, blank, weak, bleep, bleep, BS, and all that." But my point on Jose Martinez is, if you look into war and all that, I think you can make a pretty compelling case that as good of an offensive player and hitter he is, any type of defense and poor defense he puts out there in right field and first base almost negates. The offense to the point where his war last year was 1.5. So we're talking not too much greater than league average right there. And it's, again, because his defense is so poor. But what is his role? If he's just a late-inning late pinch hitter, isn't that perfect? He just gets one at bat. He doesn't even get to stay in the game. That's fine. All I'm saying is if you can get something in return that makes your team or organization better, if you can get that lefty reliever sure, or if you can get a couple – Couple decent prospects at AAA. I think you probably make that move just, if it's just, if it's just worth. Don't it. give them away. That's all. I'm Correct. Saying. Next topic: Bertarelli Cutlery. I listened to that ad. And I'm now listening to that ad oh, closer and closer. Oh no! 
Because of the Chuck voice about the knives. Is it the Chuck voice? I thought it was a different. No, it's the old grandma, nagging okay. grandma. I was trying to break it down. Nagging I mom. I will say I laughed out loud. It's a good commercial. When I, <laughs> nobody pats themselves on the back. Quite it's like not Chuck. because of me. They sped up the voice to make it sound like a real do it kind now. of do naggy the, type. Do the voice what's, right the, now? what's the line from the commercial? I should know. Why, so are, why are your knives so dull? Why are your knives so dull? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a good. I'm glad that you're able to do that voice and not get in trouble at home. That's all. Either way, Sharp City, <laughs> Bertarelli Cutlery, 1927 Marconi. On the web, BertarelliCutlery.com. As we call them, Sharp City. We love the knives there, the precipice, the pagan, the infidel. Buy some brand new knives for the Christmas season, for the holidays, for a housewarming gift, for a wedding registry, or take the old dull knives there. Get them sharpened at Sharp City, Bertarelli Cutlery, 1927 Marconi, on the web, BertarelliCutlery.com. And then when the weather gets nicer, you take all of your yard tools and get them sharpened there. Loppers. Your machete. The machete, the loppers, the hedge clippers, and such. You know, the scout night the other night, we had the Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, the entire pack was together. Pack. And we had a, a Marine do a presentation, and one of the things he brought was this really cool machete. And the kids were like, Marines get machetes? He's like, no, I'm going to tell you a story. As a Marine, he said, you meet people in foreign countries all the time, and he was in the Philippines, and somebody really wanted his flashlight that he had. I guess it was a, probably a really nice flashlight. And the guy said, I'll trade you, and he traded him. Sort of like a homemade handle. It was a really cool-looking machete, and he traded him for a flashlight. That seems like a fair trade. I'd do that. I'd trade a flashlight for a machete. I was trying to think if the Americans fleeced another country or not, but I, it was it was an older machete, but it was very cool, Is and there, I thought of Chuck's machete. Like ESPN has the NBA trade machine. You can you can try to figure out if a trade will be fair or not under the salary cap. Is there like a goods trade machine? Goods. And how would, how would machete and right. flashlight grade out? Moser, I've got some dry powder. Does that work? <laughs> Let me tell you, though. I'm telling you. If you're out there in your yard and you got the brush, you got some, some branches. Chuck's acting like he lives in the jungle. No, listen. Brush? I have a little bit of kind of a wooded area back there, and you just feel a little bit more manly when you're back there just taking swipes with the machete. You know what I'm saying? You kind of feel like you're Rambo a little bit. You know what will make you feel masculine? In your 4x4 four four area. Of Correct. Wheat. <laughs> is when you're 74. In St. County. <laughs> and you're still arguing with anybody who gets in your path. I love disagrees. it. So Tony LaRusso was with Chris Mad Dog Russo. The Harold Baines topic. And I've said I feel bad because he seems like a nice guy. Guy gets in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I, I, now I feel worse. It's just me saying it. He doesn't care. But it does seem nationally everybody has said, what, Harold Baines got in? How would you like to be him? You're in the Hall of Fame, and then you realize everybody thinks you don't belong. Every time you turn on MLB Network or go read something online, it's always why you don't belong in the Hall of Fame. So, And LaRusa, when he loves a guy, he digs in. We saw that with McGuire and other players. He, you know, If it's his guy, now if, if you cross him, you're done. But Harold Baines is clearly one of his guys. So he and, he and Chris Russo had this debate put in the Hall of Fame that everybody in America thinks is not a Hall of Famer, that's going to make people think everybody that there's a, Yeah, there's a lot of... Sorry, sorry, trust me. I deal with them all the time. Most people think this is a bad You know what would be good? I, I, would, I would love to get into a legitimate confrontation debate where we pull out the stuff that we looked at and you tell me that weak-ass superficial bullshit you look at, I guarantee you. You think he's a better <laughs> player than Steve Garvey? He's not a better player than Garvey. I'm not saying he's a better player Steve Garvey should be there too, then. Uh, Harold Baines is a Hall of Famer and it's a shame that now he's being looked at as uh, not rigged. Don't you think that a Hall of Famer, if he's a Hall of Famer, should have a year or two in his career where he wins an MVP? 
Do you know in the no? Why not? Because longevity, ex excellence over in the 80s and 90s, all almost every one of the offensive stats that people trust, he was in the top four or five for 20 years. All right. No, he, he drove in 100 runs late in his career, and he drove right. in early. He's well, game-winning RBIs. He's up there with the best of. He had a very distinguished career that you got to pick. I agree. He had a good career, but did he ever lead the league in any categories? Uh, he led the league in, in game-winning game RBIs again. I <laughs> I, I, and I was listening closely, but I'm not sure if it was in that one. But at one point, because I watched the long version last night, Tony said, you got a bunch of donkeys. He was mad. <laughs> and I'm like, that is such an old school <laughs> insult, but it is classic. Because even if I call Chuck, you are a donkey. Even though I'm insulting you, you kind of laugh. I mean, you can't help but like, He was really mad. He was like, you got these donkeys out there. No, he said that people were calling them donkeys. Oh, them donkeys, And yes. cronyism. I'll tell you donkeys. what, that was that was compelling TV. <laughs> Absolutely. Whether you agree with Tony or Chris Russo. And I do feel bad because Harold Baines seems like such a good dude. And here we are, holiday season. He gets the call. He says he was even shocked to get into the Hall of Fame. And regardless yeah, if don't you think, say that. If you get in the Hall of Fame, don't say. Okay, but it's I'm true. I'm surprised they sure? let me in. What did he get on did the – Did they see my numbers that last year in Baltimore? What did he get on the writer's ballot? Six percent? Six percent. Whatever it was. My point is – whether you believe he should be in Cooperstown or not, everybody thinks he was a really, really good baseball player. It's just kind of a shame now that everybody's ripping on him. But, again, I don't think he should be a Hall of Famer either. And then now once you let Harold Baines in, there's about 100 other guys who are just as good or better that are not in. And as Chris Russo said, Steve Garvey. I mean, look at, look, at, look at Jim Edmonds' numbers. You're telling me he's not better than Harold Baines? And Tony basically said... Mm -hmm. Yeah, let him in. Like Garvey, others, let him in. Like he's if, already in. He's, if you are going to put Harold in, Edgar's got to go in. Larry Walker has to go in. If you're Lee Smith, how do you feel? It's like, sweet, no one's talking bad about me. <laughs> Riders didn't vote me in. They seem to like me. And more. it took think, forever for him to get yeah, in. Right. So yeah. And I think Lee Smith is also borderline, but you get it. And he gets in, and you look at his numbers, and at one time he was the all-time leader in saves. And you, you get that. But Harold Baines, to me, isn't even borderline, even though he was a really, really good player. And Russo properly pointed out to La Russo that Reinsdorf and him being on the panel has gotten a lot of the attention too. Did this guy just get in because he had friends in the right? He places? said cronyism. Right. Tony brought that up. The don donkeys. But he's <laughs> seventy-four. And cronyism. Tony, if you cut him off today in traffic, he's probably going to get out and scream at you. I but, just love it. He's, he's going to be 85, and he's going to be yelling at you at the buffet. It's fair to point out that Harold Baines had friends on, on the panel, but you're not telling me a writer has or hasn't voted for a player because he personally liked or disliked him? 100%. Right. Or, or like this True. guy, hey, he talked to me a lot after games and was always nice, and so I'm going to vote him in. Or this guy was a huge jerk. No way is he getting in the Hall of Fame. But the that, difference that's, is. That's a poor, even in terms of one versus 16 and one versus a couple hundred, I get that the size and the influence is different, but the act itself is the same. But my point is this. How many writers vote for the Hall of Fame? Do we know? I actually don't but know. It's, but it's hundreds. It's different when all those guys or gals send their ballot in as opposed to being in a room with the committee and you have the intimidating Tony LaRussa sitting there. You know he's lobbying for his guy. <laughs> and let's be real. He's intimidating the other people to go along with him. Come on. We all love Tony, but you know you know that's happening. <laughs> that's the video we need, we need to see. So Jim Palmer or some other guys in the corner, you're going to tell me you're not voting for Harold? What, do you take it deep or something? Like, you just see him, like, like this was, riding people in the room. You're yeah. right. You're like, 
Well, yeah, well, so you belong, but he doesn't belong? Good God, fine, he's in. Shut up, Tony. I look at your numbers. Not so good. And you're a Hall of Famer? Give me a break. <laughs> Let's be real. This vote was just like the relocation vote where they were going to keep voting until L.A. got the Rams. It didn't matter what the first couple votes or the committee voted. They were going to stay in that room until Harold Baines became a Hall of Famer in this case. Fair topic. Next topic, Kansas City Star has a columnist who said, where will the Raiders play next year? We know the Chiefs will play the Raiders. Oakland now at war with the I don't know why this took so long for Oakland. It's like three years. Hey, they're moving. They're moving. Now like, wait a minute. You guys are moving? We're going to sue you guys. It's like the Orioles manager. Wait a minute. We need a manager? So somebody in Kansas City, it's Pete. He has a column called For Pete's Sake. I like it. Catchy. Pete Grathoff says, why not play one season for the Raiders in St. Louis? We've thrown it out there. Headquartered in Oakland over by Westboro Country Club. Well, Chance. the dome's taken already. It's already spoken. Got to get it ready for the XFL. This is 2019, though. This is next. No, we got to prepare. We, we've, we've been planning ahead, and we have. Zero uh, chance <laughs> that the NFL would want this. No, zero, I know. Zero I'm chance. Zero percent. And also, even though, look, I still love watching NFL football. Do you really want the rebuilding, tanking Raiders to come here and purposely lose games and trade all their players for draft picks for one year? John Gruden for one year? It St. would be Louis? fun, but they're not even trying to win. How would you cover that team? Covered downtown that, in silver and black. Would is, Jim oh, Thomas yeah. have to go back to the NFL beat? <laughs> now, uh, uh, John, the, uh, 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 Khalil had uh, uh, five sacks for the Bears last night. Your, uh, just your thoughts. you know. Gruden for one year would make it worth covering. What would the attendance be? Like, th- this is just this is a stupid, fun topic. It's a time of year where everyone shut it down. Dumb, right, I think they topic. get 25000 easily. Yeah. And because of the opponent, too. Like, oh, who are they playing? Oh, they're playing that, the Bears. Well, oh, they're the Chiefs playing would be the... a sellout. I think enough people from across the state would probably come in for that one game. I think it would be a hit, but it'll never happen. You could market it like, we're the Raiders. We hate the NFL. Yes. You're St. Louis. You hate the NFL. Let's have some fun on Sundays. Drink some beers. Eat some nachos. Tailgate gamble, fantasy football, and just have some fun for one season. Mark Davis in town. Our Haircuts. owner is the exact opposite of Stan Kroenke, so you should kind of like us. He's he, a weird. He P.F. Chang? Yes. <laughs> He's a weird, awkward person. Mark Davis will allow you to bring in any sign you want to display. In that, the guy, that guy at the relocation meeting, you could just tell everybody walking by the other owner's like, oh, my God, just shut Spalding up. Oh, my God, is he talking again? And he would just hold court with everybody. And probably say too much while saying very little. First of all. But he is he is a classic example of what's happening in that league, where there were visionary businessmen who had an idea of what the league could become, and then they all died and their kids took over. And that's basically what's happened. But that's my point. His dad was one of those visionaries. Absolutely. There's a lot of Spaldings in that group. Don't get me 100%. wrong. 100%. He's, he's the weirdest one with the worst haircut. Don't get me wrong. But there's a lot of Spaldings, They yes. just wear suits and don't say dumb things. Correct. Uh, Raiders come home. Come on Hashtag. home. And also the Phoenix Suns are coming here as well. I don't know if you heard that. Uh, We're getting you, a lot of bad teams in this market. Would you go? Yeah, <laughs> would be It's the slop. St. Louis slop. <laughs> Any team that wants to come here, you tell them we'll just call are them the Are you bad slop. and does your market hate you? Come to St. Louis. This is, my, this is my theory. Again, I'm not trying to get political here. Get political. But when you read reports that climate change could happen where it's all of a sudden getting real fierce quickly, 
you have coastal cities, there could be issues. I don't want that to happen. We got to do. But there's going to be there's going to be a lot of Midwest markets of the that could house teams on a temporary basis. Oh, that's the pitch for Harbor. Bryce, I like you don't want to go to LA. There's climate change. I like LA's going to be underwater by the time the contract's under Come, is done. Come here to St. Louis. Oklahoma City got a basketball team. In all seriousness, based on housing the New Orleans basketball team after Katrina and proving that they could be an NBA market. Try it, bank. Take it to the bank. Would you go if we had the Raiders? Would you actually, honest question, would you go go to the game? Game or two? I'd imagine the tickets would be super cheap. 855. What if they priced them like typical NFL? I probably wouldn't kill then. Thank you. 855-282-8255. I just thought of this. Mark Davis and John Gruden both kind of need a better barber, don't they? That's fair. The official barber of the Oakland Raiders. Getabetterbarber.com. Try it, bank. Brings you. Take it to the bank. Get involved with the show. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Kelly Bryant. What kind of quarterback? Exactly, is Mizzou getting somebody who's covered him and watched him play those games at Clemson? That's on deck. Triad Bank in Frontenac on Clayton Road, one block west of Lindbergh. For all your banking needs, they're also on the web at triadbanking.com. Love the good folks over at Triad. If you're in business and want to do more, talk to them about a business loan so you can expand the business that you do. We're at the Schnooks located in Fenton. Gravoy Bluffs is our location. And we'll come back after a word from our friends at Our Little Haven. Possibly. You know what our little haven does, Three, Charlie? two, and one. They like to, great they like charity, to spread good cheer. Great cause, great wine. Oh, they wine. brought us wine, Noble Ice. Fantastic wine, tell you what. Love our little haven, love Noble Ice. And tomorrow at the Premium Outlet Mall, between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m., you can go to their pop-up store, Noble Ice Vineyards, grab some wine for the holidays, and also raise money for these folks, our little haven. And now, a special holiday letter from our little haven. Dear our little haven, this December, our daughter will complete her first official semester as a kindergarten student in our neighborhood school. We are so proud of her and how far she has come since that first day at our little haven over a year ago. You helped our family and our daughter. We're excited for what this new year will bring as we watch her grow and thrive at her new school. Thank you for helping our daughter and our family. Happy holidays. Our Little Haven works with young children during the formative years in their lives when the care we provide can do the most good and have a lasting effect. To learn more about the services offered through Our Little Haven or to find out how you can help, visit OurLittleHaven.org. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.